Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's ALLBIRDS.com code SUPER24. I also appreciate the way you meditate on your answers or the way that you respond to situations. You're more of a responder than a frantic reactor to a situation with aggression. Another thing that I've had to train myself because my Leo moon is so fiery and so you're just, you know, grounded and calm and gathered and collected. Oh man composed and sure you're not immune to reacting dramatically you're only human but you're not as likely to just react frantically compared to a fire sign now let the magic begin hello Jaima, Jaima Yomis. It's Raquel, and welcome to Your Own Magic, a soul expanding and heart opening podcast. This episode is sponsored by the delicious, clean, vegan friendly multivitamin, my go to multivitamin, Ritual. More on them and their special offer for the Euro Magic listeners in the midst of the episode and in the show notes. And I hope that you are celebrating the fact autumn is here! Yay! I am in the Rockies, high in the Rockies, surrounded by the gold, the red, the green, the orange hues, of course, and some brown, but in the aspen trees. Aspen trees are my absolute favorite. I've got my pumpkin spice latte to my right, no shame in being basic, and a pumpkin candle to my left that is kind of loud, so it might be cackling in the background. I recently painted my bedroom white, but not just white. It's a very bright, magnetizing shade of white kind of like crystally or icy white. Before it was a minty green that I was no longer really vibing with, my room now feels more light and cozy and open, airy, inspired, and honestly just me. It feels like me. I love it. But I must emphasize open because it seems as though the square footage increased by at least 200 square feet Though it didn't, it's just an optical illusion, but 
If you're ever feeling a little crammed in your place, perhaps consider painting it a bright white color. I can't tell you how freeing and liberated it feels. I love it and therefore I couldn't wait to grab this microphone because I love to talk to you when I feel refreshed and inspired. Anyway, this is the first morning I woke up in my bright white room and it just felt so right to grab the mic and begin to geek out with you over moon signs. But I do have a hard stop in about 45 minutes. I can maybe stretch it a little bit but I know that right now is the best time. I'm feeling so inspired to just grab the mic, so I'm doing this now, and then I'm just going to do a part two later. I figured, you know what? I am in this very uplifted mood, and I am so excited to talk about this specific topic. Or shall I say topics, because we will be doing several similar to this. There's no specific name for this yet, this series, I mean. However, I want it to revolve around what your sign is, what your type is, your human design, your Myers-Briggs, just the different personality types. And you know how I feel about personality types. I love it. We don't have to fully limit ourselves to them or depend on them, but they are very freeing and they're very fun and they're very eye-opening and insightful for us. But I do believe that when it comes to astrology or anything that depends on our birth time versus our human taking a quiz and, you know, figuring out what our type is, but when it depends on our birth time, perhaps there's even more that meets the eye that we can fully understand our innate self. And that is one of the reasons why I wanted to start with this. This first one is what I love most about your moon sign and why I feel you are so dang magnetic, so fiercely magnetic. And also in contrast to that, just to spice things up a little bit, I will share what I feel you might want to look at or work on a little bit if you haven't already. Perhaps you already have. And I'm sure that you are familiar with your sun sign, whether you just know the basics of it that you learn from reading your horoscopes through Cosmopolitan or wherever. But your moon sign is what we'll focus on today, which I'm sure many of you know as well. But if you don't, I left a link in the show notes for you to compute it via astro-chart.com. And this is the highlighted moon that occurred while you were born. Like being born in... Virgo season or Libra season, Leo season for your sun. This is the short but powerful moon that lasts about two to three days. Depending on where you're born on Mama Earth, this is the moon sign that simply took place when you were entering this earth in your human suit. And so it might have been merging from or to another, but there is one moon sign for you like there is a sun. You know, I felt like taking a break from the pattern of the big three where the sun comes first and the moon and the rising because honestly, in my heart of hearts, nothing is greater than the other. They all have their purpose, but the moon I feel is queen as she reflects your deepest inner emotions and what people say your hidden self is, your secret self or 
your subconscious self. While our sun sign is what Cosmo and other news sources may highlight for our daily horoscope and it also shares our ego or how we show up in the world in the eyes of others and is our approach to self-expression and self-realization. This is where we are beaming, where we're shining, where we're thriving on the external surface. However, what about the internal? And that is why I wanted to start off with our moon sign. As when it comes to the moon sign, it is like the divine's way or the universe's way of sharing. Look, if you look at whatever situation you're going through through the eyes of your moon sign, you may find more healing, safety, and understanding of your core self. So for our emotional security and honoring our deepest desires, wants, and needs, I love to turn to the power of our moon sign to reveal the wealth of insights about our inner self, your intuitive nature, and even your temperament and moodiness. I love that astrology does not sugarcoat a thing. I see the moon sign as the language of our intuition and she shapes our soul. So now with all of that being said, let's have some fun and I want to simply just share what I love most about your moon sign, what makes you magnetic in my eyes and perhaps what you can work on, what the majority of you with your moon sign can work on at least. And I'll begin it with highlighting a few celebrities who are thriving in your sign and they may even be good expanders for you. Or, you know, some of them you might not even like and that is okay too. That's why I'm going to list a lot of them per sign. So no need to get too political about these celebrities. This is just for reference. And if you don't vibe with them, that is all good. Anyway, let's get on with the show, shall we? And now, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with what I love most about your moon sign, part one. So let's begin with the first sign of the zodiac. Aries, I'm looking at you. All right, let's start with our moon and Aries celebrities first. Let's start with the queen, shall we? So Whitney Houston, an actual queen, (laughs) along with Celine Dion, and Janet Jackson, Angelina Jolie, Selena Gomez, Pink, who was my obsession in middle school, Cardi B, and Rihanna, really all queens, and the kings, or I'm going to say guys, but I mean, I'd say this first one's definitely a king, Tupac, Ed Sheeran, Marlon Brando. I don't know much about this guy, but Tom Hiddleston, but he does seem to be all the rage lately. (laughs) Tom Hiddleston, LeBron James, Daniel Radcliffe, Russell Brand, Bernie Sanders, and why not throw this guy in, Salvador Dali. (laughs) I'm going to leave out Jeffrey Dahmer and Pablo Escobar. We'll skip over those. All right, so all very magnetic humans. And I'm sure you can Google the multitude of celebrities that might be in movies, that might be in music, or even in the sciences, in politics, or in art. And, you know, see who you connect with, and they can perhaps represent a great expander for you. Oh man, by the way, I'm having a little bit of allergies right now, so I hope I don't sound too stuffy from your perspective 
perspective. Anyway, what I love most about Aries Moons and what I think makes you so dang magnetic, fiercely magnetic. Well, let's be honest. I admire your boldness. The way that you simply tell it like it is, you're straightforward, you're driven, and you're honestly the friend that I would go to for advice because I want some honest advice. You're the friend I would send my date outfit to and I would want your real feedback. And I would know, I would receive your real feedback even if it was brutal, even brutal honesty. You're just the friend that I'd turn to for many scenarios. You're not keen on lying or sugarcoating your opinions, and I admire that. But you're also fun and courageous, and you're big on personal freedom, and you represent that energy in a big way, and that's so magnetic to be around. I love the way you romanticize life. And for anyone listening who has the luxury of having an Aries moon friend, spending time with them may open your eyes to a romantic perspective of life as well and will energize you. But also, there's another thing to take note if you have an Aries moon friend. Like I mentioned right away is that they are honest and sometimes it can be brutally honest and it can hurt, but to not take it too personally because they often just share the truth because they care. And it's not in a judgmental way, it's just in a deeply honest, we're telling you like it is because we care kind of way. Though if you don't have that mentality, it's hard to understand that mindset, but to trust it that it's for the best. Aries struggle with having to sugarcoat, Aries moon struggle with having to sugarcoat, telling it like it is. And it's something to keep in mind. It's not part of their core self. And if they do, that is extremely tough on them. It really weighs on them. Of course, if they fight this and they do filter things perhaps through learning or being programmed like that through childhood, then they're going to have a lot of internal battles not being completely honest and that will be part of their journey until they're ready to unleash their full 100% truth no matter how brutal, how raw, how honest it is. But that is what I appreciate most about the core of the moon and Aries and those that honor that they have very strong opinions and they're not going to shy away from sharing them. And they might even feel this more later in adulthood because they're like, look, I'm over holding it in. This is my opinion. It indeed weighs more on one to hold in your truth than to worry about if it hurts someone's feelings because... To them, it is more hurtful to lie and to not share the truth. And so people can know. It's like a way people care. It's like, look, I'm just going to tell you the honest truth because I care. And what I also appreciate is that you can take what you dish out. The reason why you are so honest is because you're not extremely sensitive. If somebody tells you their brutal, honest truth, you likely appreciate it. And that is why you can take what you dish out. And if you do honor your truth and share your most authentic expression, no matter what, then you'll find more ease in your internal world. And I feel that is why you're so magnetic, is your raw, authentic honesty, no matter the consequences. And, you know, others that don't understand where the Aries moon is coming from may find 
them to be selfish. Yet you see it as self-love and having high integrity. And there's nothing wrong with that. I really honor that. And I also admire that you're very independent and self-reliable and that you don't let others easily sway you. And that is why I love Aries Moon and that's what makes you so magnetic when you honor this inner desire of yours. But what can the Aries Moon work on? Well, though I know you don't mean any harm when you do share your brutal truth and honesty, I think it's wise to be conscious of your approach without sugarcoating, of course, the truth or lying, but, you know, being more sensitive to others in some way, perhaps with how you preface what it is, or you find a way to navigate it, even though it might be hard to figure this out at first, but to, yeah, give them the brutal truth, but in a way that is sensitive, because otherwise you might just seem cruel or ruthless or insensitive and rude. I don't want to take your fire. I don't want to take your light and this strength and power of yours, but use it wisely and use it for good instead of making an excuse. Like just because you're an honest queen and <laughs> because you're a moon sign, it still doesn't give you permission to be cruel or rude or bitchy. And so use that fiery passion wisely. And that is the best advice for the fire sign, Aries. And then next, Taurus. All right, here are some celebrities with a moon in Taurus. And let's start with the queens again. Christina Aguilera, Meryl Streep, Cameron Diaz, Demi Lovato, Nicole Scherzinger, Kathy Griffin, and the icon Katherine Hepburn. And some of the, the guys, or I guess I'm gonna say princes in this case, Prince Harry, Jim Morrison, Bob Dylan, Nick Jonas, and the legend himself, Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant. And you know, I want to throw in Carl Jung, who I quote a lot or even use a lot of his literature on this podcast, which that's pretty awesome. What I love most about Taurus Moons and what makes you so dang magnetic. Well, honestly, you're cool. Stop being so cool. <laughs> you're down to earth. That's your nature. That's that's what I love about y'all and what I admire and aspire from y'all. You're cool, easygoing, mellow, grounded, and you have this practical, intuitive nature that feels so good to be around. I admire your desire to organically find inner stillness and peace because it keeps you grounded and chill. It's not a conscious decision like myself. I've had to train myself to enjoy and want that, whereas it just is innate in you. And even after an internal or external storm that might happen, there's always the calm that does arise for you after the storm, no matter what. And it grounds those around you. You are the grounding force for those around you. And I love that when I'm around you, I feel safe and secure, especially if we engage our senses or perhaps let's say you throw a dinner party towards moons, throwing a dinner party. I love that because there's a comfortability. There's a very 
genuine hospitality there and I can tell that you love the feeling of being surrounded by loved ones and perhaps it might even be nostalgic for you. That's a beautiful thing that Taurus moons hold dearly. And it's also just nice to create and recreate memories with a Taurus moon. <laughs> I also appreciate the way you meditate on your answers or the way that you respond to situations. You're more of a responder than a frantic reactor to a situation with aggression. Another thing that I've had to train myself because my Leo moon is so fiery and so you're just, you know, grounded and calm and gathered and collected. Oh man, composed. And sure, you're not immune to reacting dramatically. You're only human, but you're not as likely to just react frantically compared to a fire sign. And I would just love to jam out to some Trevor Hall with you, Jack Johnson, or some reggae, maybe some Bob Marley with you. I also love that I can trust that you, you'll stay you. And I'm someone who's constantly evolving and changing almost every season. And it's nice to have that comfort of someone that is that stays pretty consistently themselves as it's nice to know what to expect and your emotions aren't fleeting and you're very deliberate and affectionate and trustworthy and of course artistic and sensual and capable at almost everything that as you're innately grounded in that sense of who you are you're the cool guy you're the cool gal you're the cool non-binary pal who is the one that you'd like to just sit with in silence or even have a long chat with and you'll savor every sweet moment of ours together and so those are the reasons i love taurus moon but what can you work on well you may be susceptible to depression or sadness, as you know. And that's why understanding more of your moon sign can also be a great benefit to you as you can learn how you can more easily or cozily <laughs> heal. And the biggest key piece of advice that I'd leave with you is get comfortable with the uncomfortable. It's okay if Everything changes. It's nice to remain in your comfort zone, of course, but if you are going through a season of sadness or stagnation, perhaps it's time to change things up a bit, change up your routine, or do that thing that you are kind of scared of, but also kind of curious about. Do it and see what happens with your mood. Also, you'll know what I mean when I say this, but it's okay to let go. And please, dear one, let go. I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add, of course, some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and, of course, a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara. And it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And it's packed with clean, 
skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formulas set the bar high with uncompromising standards, so no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive, hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E, medics, Thrive Cosmetics. So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their liquid lash extensions mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M- E T I C S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. Now it is time for the moon in Gemini. First, let's do the queens, the celebrity queens like Tina Turner, <laughs> definitely, and my favorite comedian, Kristen Wiig, also Bridget Bardot, Priyanka Chopra, Heaven's Angel, Naya Rivera. Rachel McAdams, Jennifer Lawrence, and Khloe Kardashian. And the guys, Anthony Mackie, Barack Obama, Chad Michael Murray. He was in my locker in middle school along with Usher. Oh man, I was in love with him. Anyway, David Schwimmer, and I'm going to throw this one out there, Sigmund Freud. Pretty cool. Hate or love anybody that I listed, they're very magnetic. And so... This is why I love Gemini moons and why you're so magnetic. I admire, I admire your curious nature for all things and I aspire to the way that you socialize and communicate with others with your curious nature. Plus, your quick wit. Let's be honest, I love that you lighten the mood around you. You're immensely personable. And honestly, Gemini moons are so easy to be friends with because you find a way to relate to me if we're in each other's presence and that's a way, your way of making me feel seen and it does. And I love that if I hang out with you, I feel like we'll always have something magical to talk about, something to relate to, something to enjoy no matter what we do or where we're going because you're not stubborn in your ways, you'll find a way to blend in. And that's always nice. Plus you make others feel seen and heard and validated and comforted. And you're likely good at doing that with about everyone because you see the good in them and you see the parts in them that are reflected in you. And that's part of your magnetism, part of your charm. You and I can not only, like we could geek out over surface level things or we can even go deeper and you'll go there with me even when it comes to philosophy psychology politics spirituality you'll go there with me and i deeply appreciate you for that 
And I feel like I can be myself and everyone can be themselves around you because of your ability to be dynamic with your reality. You simply, you just, you get it. You get it, you get people, you could psychoanalyze and you understand and you can blend. You're almost like a chameleon and I share that as a compliment. You're not blinded by one perspective of reality. And if you are someone that is shy by nature, which is definitely possible, you're still very likable, extremely likable because of your lighthearted approach to life and just the way you show up, the energy around you. You're likable for most people. But there is one thing that you gotta work on if you haven't already, Gemini Moon. (laughs) Your fickle manner, your flightiness, it honestly can be a tidbit hard to rely on if you don't work on this and therefore this is perhaps your greatest challenge just to be more considerate of your word or honoring people's time and though your unpredictability and your whimsical ways sure yeah it can be very endearing of course but it can also depending on the situation be hurtful it can be taken offensively in others eyes and others hearts and so to be cautious and aware of that. So work on honoring your word or being upfront about your nature. Of course, that might help a bit, but try to really stick to whatever the plans were or hold yourself accountable by making sure you are not going to be fickle or flighty with people. And perhaps many Geminis have already worked on this or they were programmed due to the way their parents were or something from an early age to make sure to not allow this to happen. So that is awesome. However, a lot of Gemini moons seem to carry this severely. (laughs) And you know what? On that note, before you tell someone that you love them or you make someone feel so special that you're invested in them, please be certain that you are. Because whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship, you really can break some hearts. But that's awesome if you are a Gemini who has mastered this, who has worked on this, or perhaps you were even programmed otherwise from childhood and so you don't carry this on. I'm so thankful for that because it really can hurt when you're ignored or ghosted by the magnetic Gemini moon. Next, moon in Cancer. All right, the celebrities with the moon in Cancer. Let's start with the queens. Uh, Taylor Swift. Y'all better be listening to Taylor's version of her music. (laughs) Also, Shakira. Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey is like my autumn pumpkin spice latte for winter. She is what? nourishes my spirit during the winter season. Penelope Cruz, Amelia Clark, Drew Barrymore, Kris Jenner, Halsey, and Dua Lipa. And the gentlemen, Kurt Cobain, Adam Sandler, Keanu Reeves, Robert Pattinson, Mark Ruffalo, Conor McGregor, Heath Ledger, Drake, and Prince William. So here is why I love those with a lunar sign of cancer and what it is that makes you so beautifully magnetic. You're the mama. You're the nurturer. I feel safe with you and seen to the highest degree and that's why I love you. Your highly sensitive nature 
is your superpower. The way you deeply love is your superpower. And you're one of the most naturally intuitive signs. You really can read and feel people. And I admire how in touch with your emotions you are. That's the beautiful song and rhythm of your life. But not only are you in tune with your emotions, you're in tune with everyone. So for most Cancer Moons, I feel like I can truly open my truth to you without being judged, along with also receiving parallel empathy. You're like an emotional chameleon in the best way, and you're the best friend or older sibling that everyone deserves. I love, honestly, how great your love for your family is and your friends, and I do believe that you genuinely would take a bullet for those you love most. Your compassion for all humans as well makes me feel like I'd love to connect with you on what's going on with the world as your perspective likely rings true for the soul. Of course, yeah, fear and other programming can overshadow that beauty, but it is not as likely to with you, which is beautiful. You know, of course, maybe you were taught to hide your emotions and so you're so deeply disconnected and that's a huge inner battle that you're going through, but I'm sure that you're going to seamlessly, once you're open, honor the strength of being a magically highly sensitive person. Allow that to flourish and honor you and you'll thrive. My rising sign is in Cancer, so there's many ways I relate and resonate deeply with you. What you can work on? Well, though I know being highly sensitive is a superpower, I feel like being overly sensitive can be more of a hindrance for the human than a strength. And so emphasis on overly sensitive versus highly sensitive there's a difference. Overly sensitive. It can only hold you back and make you live in fear or prevent you from experiencing the greatness of this reality that you were destined to experience. So though your highly sensitive nature, of course, is something to explore and embrace, just make sure that it doesn't penetrate the ego and break the heart. So, you know, there's no need to take everything too personal. Pay more attention to the positive comments, not the negative ones. Pay more attention to those that love you, not those that don't love you. <laughs> you may feel unappreciated and carry that with you. So if you feel unappreciated by your loved ones and that is really weighing on you, it's definitely something to express to them in a way that's authentic for you. And I'm going to emphasize this. Those who mine really don't matter. And those who matter really don't mind. So true. That's a great motto for the Cancer Moon. Or if Cancer is part of your dominant three. Also, I want you to remember this. This quote. You cannot make everyone think and feel as deeply as you do. This is your tragedy. Because you understand them. But they do not understand you. Ugh, beautiful. So work on where you can use this where you can use your sensitivity as your strength and release where it may be hurting the heart. <laughs> Next moon. Oh, Leo. Leo moon. This is my moon sign. And my brothers. My poor dad. <laughs>
it hits close to home. Leah Moon celebrities. Let's start with the queens. The actual queen of England, Queen Elizabeth II. Julia Roberts, Halle Berry, Charlize Theron, or is it Theron? Frida Pinto, Megan Fox, Megan the Stallion, Megan the Stallion, and Alana Del Rey. And now the Leo Moon men, Gandhi, that's awesome. <laughs> I want to throw him out there first. Tom Cruise, Cristiano Ronaldo, Paul McCartney, Jungkook from BTS, and three guys from One Direction, or two guys from One Direction, Niall Horan and Louis Tomlinson. So what I love most about Leo Moons and what makes us so magnetic, well, people know Leo Moons to be very warm and to be fiercely passionate and to be highly generous and very ambitious and loyal with full of big love. And that is what lights us at the core, being generous, loyal, and passionate, and ambitious, and warm. And we are known to make people feel special by embracing the beauty we see within them. And it might even sometimes be the superficial <laughs> side as well, but, you know, we just know the secret sauce that's going to touch someone's heart and their inner world. And we're comfortable with leading the pack. In fact, we honestly prefer it, or just doing our own thing. And we tend to have a positive, sunny, bright perspective of the world. Some people refer to us as delusional optimists, and that's okay. <laughs> and though, of course, we're not immune to depression or anxiety, we do still tend to, even through those times, look at the bright side <laughs> or see the silver lining. And let's say a dear friend of ours is going through a period of darkness. We will dance through the shadows with them and work through that so they're not alone. And we know how to dance with their energy without taking on their energy personally, knowing that we're basically just support, a lending hand. It's not easy to energetically impose all the darkness you're going through on a Leo moon. Though it's not impossible either. It's just not as likely compared to others like a Cancer moon, for example. And if they're open to it, we're happy to point out the light or the positive, the bright side, the silver lining of it because we see it. We see the end of the rainbow. We see how they're going to be able to make it through or the why, why they'll make it through, the bright side that will enlighten them at the end of this tunnel. We see it and if, I highly recommend at least that if the friend is open to hearing it, then the Leo moon can then share. Otherwise, just let the friend process, of course, unless you know that it's something that they need to hear right now. And we're also known to have a strong sense of self of who we are and very confident in that. Even though we're very dynamic and changing all the time, evolving all the time, we still are deeply connected with our core self. And I love how Leo moons are driven to express themselves in the world. Perhaps it's creatively or otherwise. But we like to express ourselves loudly in some way. And we approach life liberally. And I'm not talking politics. We're liberated and have a free sense of emotional expression. So yeah, there's a lot for us to work on. 
Here's what we, Leo moons, need to work on most if we haven't already. So we might be fueled by compliments and praise or affirmations, but why do we need that validation? Why? I do know that compliments or the kind words can be my driving force on many occasions as it makes me feel like I'm living my purpose. But then what about the negative ones? Are we going to let those get to us? What if we can be internally driven? What is going to, no, no matter if everything goes away tomorrow, what's going to continue to keep us going without the external praise and validation? And also, you don't have to be the boss all the time. You can allow people to take over and allow teamwork to flourish. Also, this is a big one because we're always looking at the bright side, but you don't have to wear a smile on that face just to please others, even when you're going through something. You don't always have to be sunny on the outside if you're feeling not so bright on the inside in the moment. No need to bypass anything. People can indeed sense the insincerity, no matter what, and remember that. So, you know, here's a quote by Lao Tzu to leave with. Because one believes in oneself, one doesn't try to convince others. Because one is content with oneself, one doesn't need others' approval. Because one accepts oneself, the whole world accepts him or her. So just be you. Like I told the Cancer Moons, those who mind don't matter, and those who matter really don't mind. The compliments, the affirmations from others will come naturally just by being yourself and the negative ones too, but who cares? Let them go. Now, this is a final sign that I'm going to do for this episode because I gotta run, but I'm going to make sure to do the other six and post that no later than Wednesday. But I'm going to end with this one, the sixth zodiac sign, the Virgo moon. Here are some Virgo celebrities. First, the queens, Madonna, Dolly Parton, Serena Williams, Fiona Apple, Courtney Cox, Natalie Portman, Nicki Minaj, Chelsea Handler, and Doja Cat. And here are some Virgo men, Alan Watts, (laughs) Deepak Chopra, Samuel L. Jackson, Stephen Hawking, Elon Musk, Post Malone, PewDiePie, Shane Dawson. Wow, you got some big YouTubers right there. That might be something to take note of. I think, yeah, Virgo moons are great for YouTube. Anyway, Notorious B.I.G., a.k.a. Biggie Smalls. Why I love the Virgo moons and what makes you so fiercely magnetic. Well, for starters, because since we know the moon represents our intuitive nature as she rules our emotions and our mood, The fact that you take this on beyond the surface level, the fact it's a reflection of your deepest desire is pretty fascinating in my opinion. The fact that you, the core of you, the soul of you prefer to be detail oriented and and analytical, that's innately you. And I can't help but admire that because I'm the total opposite. (laughs) 
Also, your natural interest for learning and expansion and bettering yourself and those around you is so beautiful as that is a strong part of you and everyone can sense it. And I'm sure that this helps you in the world, guide you through the world, or even helps those around you to stay on top of life. And plus, the fact that you find pleasure in the little things does not come to everyone without trying, but it does for you. And I do appreciate your sense of humility and practicality and reliability. And can we talk about how intelligent, intellectual you are? You have such a creative mind and a very active mind at that. And that's something that I deeply admire about you. You're good at cutting the BS, cutting the noise, and simply organizing and analyzing whatever the situation is to execute it in the most practical manner. And so if you ever start a business with someone, a Virgo moon may be one of the best business partners you could ever choose. You will not go wrong by choosing a Virgo moon. But also in friendships and relationships, they're very trustworthy. They're wonderful team players as in they're good at contributing or being part of your support system and being there for you because they do care. I know that just because it seems like, oh, they're so focused on themselves and getting things done and go, 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 that they're not that there for you. But when you really are a true friend, part of their inner circle, which it might be a smaller inner circle, a smaller inner circle by choice. I think that Virgos are very selective and they know what they want or who they would want in their inner circle, who they're going to let into their world. But when you're their friend, they are fiercely loyal and so trustworthy. I love Virgo moons. And one thing that I also am very appreciative of with them is that they're very aware of their surroundings and they're also aware of hyper aware of not only what they put out to the world, but also what they consume. They're hyper aware beings. In fact, if you want to know about how to treat your body properly in a certain way, a Virgo moon may likely know. Though I'm sure they're aware that all bodies are different, they know what works for them, and they're very hyper aware of what is best for their body. They're likely very health conscious as well. The Virgo moons, I know for sure they may follow a particular diet that is more health conscious. They're very drawn to that. And they might even carry this diet with them for the remainder of their life as the way they feel about the food they eat likely doesn't change. And that's great when someone finds something that works for them, but there can be, for some, not all, they can be just very content, but for some it can be a hindrance for them as they might have an obsessiveness, a neurotic feeling towards what they consume, especially when it comes to food or how they present themselves to the world, a little bit of perfectionism, and that can hold them back. So, the one word I'm going to share, surrender. I think that the greatest thing the Virgo moon needs to work on is letting loose and letting go. No need to be too overly critical or obsessive or neurotic about something. Simply just enjoy the beauty of what life has to offer. This might be a bad example, but it's a simple example. Let's say it's cake. Please enjoy the cake. 
you can definitely have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> I used to be so health conscious where I did, I won't even eat cake on my birthday. And along with a lot of other foods and man, I have really freed my mind up and I have a healthy relationship with food now that lights me. It doesn't hinder me or give me any sort of anxiety in any way. In fact, it's just my calming ground. This mindset shift to not be so strict or restrictive, even though I still don't eat animals, meat, but it's liberated me. It's helped my body more than anything. And so I know how it feels to be neurotic about what you eat, but when you let that go, I can't emphasize enough how freeing and liberating it is. Of course, you can still be health conscious, but to also be a little more free. I am healthier and happier than ever since liberating myself from that neurosis. It wasn't easy, but it was so worth it. And if you feel like that is an anxiety or hinders you in any way, shape or form, whatever it is, whether it's food or otherwise, that's something to look at and work on letting go. Another thing, you might be shy, though I don't think that being quiet or reserved is a thing to change at all. But if you're shy because you are feeling inferior or insecure, that is something to definitely work on. And I love that you're goal-oriented and focused and driven and that you not only dream, but you actually execute and make your reality happen. So that is actually a plus that you not only dream, but you execute and make your reality happen. But sometimes that can stop you from having fun. You're like, no, I've got this goal. I'm letting everybody go. And yeah, I know that we live in this whole hustle culture today. So that is something that is praised upon. But I do think it's so important because I was there where I literally cut off my friends for a period of time. And that ended up being something I regretted in the future. And so to live a little, to enjoy your friends, to let, yes, you can still focus on your goals, but to balance it out a bit by also just living life a little bit. And there's got to be something that piques your interest, but your rigid self must be saying no. So if your rigid self is saying no to something, say yes to it or just let it go, release it. Another piece of advice if you're a Virgo moon and struggle to not be busy, <laughs> well, try doing nothing. Do nothing on occasion. Someone once said that doing nothing is sometimes one of the highest of the duties of man. And I'm going to insert of woman or of human. <laughs> and Eckhart Tolle said, sometimes letting things go is an act of far greater power than hanging on. Ooh, beautiful. Now, uh, I loved doing that. That was so fun. Part one, loved it. I'm excited to do part two with you. That will be out likely Wednesday, later Wednesday. So make sure to keep your eye out for that. And I'm excited for this series as, you know, next week I'll be doing Rising. And then at some point I'll be doing the sun and I'll be doing human design and maybe Myers-Briggs and on and on and on. And maybe, should I do with the big six? Should I do Mars and Venus and uh, Mercury as well? I'm down, let me know. Anyway, don't forget to order your ritual vitamins to make that part of your ritual. And I hope you have a magical rest of your day or evening, depending on when you're listening to this. I deeply appreciate you, Jai Ma.
Yonis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yonis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group especially a place to turn to when it comes to well whatever you're going through and there are several tools on the euromagic.life membership site all right well thank you so so much and have a magical rest of your day